Hey everybody, Alex, this is the last time I'm going to tell you about it. We are in New York. It's coming up. It's this weekend. It's this Saturday at 3.30 p.m. at the People's Improv Theater, The Pit, in New York. Go to readdustweep.com slash live, and there's a link for tickets. It is going to be a great show. It's the salute to Samuel L. Jackson, mother... And it's going to be awesome, and we can't wait to see you all. So, last notification. Uh, that's all. Also, sponsorships. We have a couple more open, so if you haven't sponsored an episode yet, this is a great time. Jump in. We'll have a couple for February. Go to readdustweep.com slash sponsor for that. Now, enjoy this episode featuring my buddy Tyler Bowe, who's a hilarious comic, and we're talking about this terrible TV show. So, right now, enjoy Read It and Weep, number 175, Amish Mafia. Good evening, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about bad books, movies, and television. This is episode number 175. We have now done as many episodes as the age at which, in the Judeo-Christian and Islamic traditions, Abraham died. Wow. Dude's that's, old. That's his terraquacentennial. Hmm. I'm less impressed now that there's a word about it. <laughs> <laughs> you lost me at Quassant. What did you say? <laughs> Speaking of things that probably aren't true, this week we're talking about Amish Mafia, the new Discovery Channel mid-season replacement show, which is where they put the good stuff. Uh, this week's episode is sponsored by audiblepodcast.com slash weep. If you go to that address right now, sign up for a trial, you get an audiobook for free of your choice from basically everything that's ever been written, and you support our show. That's the more important part, in my opinion. Uh, and you get to keep both the support of our show and the free book, even if you cancel. And also, you can support our show by choosing a topic that you want us to cover go to readdeskweep.com slash sponsor pick anything under the sun and we will review the shit out of it for a small fee let me introduce your panel uh, I'm your host my name is Alex Falcone I'm on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone here are some friends of mine First up in San Francisco, California, it's Ezra Fox. Alex, my performance tonight will be uh, based on the legend of the Amish Mafia and other various reenactments. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps a Civil War reenactment at some point? <laughs> yes, yes. The legend of the Civil War reenactments. <laughs> as soon as it said at the beginning of the show, uh, se- selective reenactments, my brain just assumed that meant entirely fictional. Yeah, yeah no, it, I I kind of had forgotten about like that whole like thing until I got to the second episode. I was like, oh yeah, I saw this before. Uh, <laughs> what did I just watch the first time? Like, was any of this real? It would be nice if there was a little like star in the corner or something that's like totally <laughs> fictional, or a little cartoon character that walks across the screen holding a sign. <laughs> or also joining us today, he's at C Walter Smith on Twitter in Seattle, Washington. It's Chris Smith. You know what? These local Amish craftsmen have way too higher prices. I bet I could ship in goods from China and sell them at a lower price and nothing would ever happen to me because they're no cops. So wait, it was seen missing. Oh no, all your stuff is on fire. <laughs> and I will never sell in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania again. <laughs> no one will ever talk about what happened to you. That's right. You probably didn't get that part, Tyler. <laughs> so Tyler watched the first 15 minutes of each of these episodes due Perfect. to a technical glitch. Yeah. Uh, so he knows all of the setups and none of the none of the punchlines. He has no I'm idea so how glad. any of these things end. <laughs> That's why I'm just hanging here on this conversation to find out what happened in each of the episodes because I Chinese pie no more what <laughs> yeah it's it's kind of like a uh, like a Reese's peanut butter cup I guess there's like there's no wrong way to watch Amish Mafia. <laughs> <laughs> 
Except thoroughly. (laughs) (laughs) Also joining us, uh, this is his first time on the show. He's at Tyler Bow on Twitter, B-O-E-H. Please welcome Los Angeles-based comedian Tyler Bow. Glad to be here. (laughs) Good. Uh, So of the three, what is the thing you're most interested in finding out the ending to? Um, Is it the fight? The, it's probably the fight because I'm an MMA fan, so uh, I was I was excited to find out how this barn fight was going to go down. I think barns would be as mixed of mixed martial arts as you could possibly get. There's hay everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's yeah, it's, it's that's what it's talking about. It's, it's about the hay mix is really what they're all. It's yeah. alfalfa to, to to grass. Oh God, what if a submission hold involves a baler? That could get ugly. <laughs> I'd, I'd I'd tap out. Right, is Not, that a thing? Tapping out? Yeah, tapping yeah. out. Nice. They could start up an Amish MMA league, but they could spell like, they could have it be like A-M-M-A. <laughs> oh, right, right. It would be, right, it would be the word Amish, and then they would <laughs> highlight those letters. Exactly. I wish you could have seen the fight, so you could have told me if it was a good fight or not, because from what I could I'm tell. I'm going to go ahead and say it probably <laughs> wasn't. Are you saying they didn't put the thumping in Bible thumping? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, before we talk any more about this, we should get a complete and thorough plot summary. Chris will fill you in and their guests in on the the details. Our, fa- our Please friends. Please do. Please do. Oh God. Chris, you're our uh, normal summarizer for your freakish recall and your dulcet tones today. I would like you to summarize alternating between English and Dutch when you don't want us to know what you're actually saying. And by Dutch, we mean Old German. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Pennsylvania Dutch. Yeah. All right. Well. Um. Yeah. I'll, I'll do my best. <laughs> Uh, or if you just want to do the same, the normal summary, but with a beard, that would be fine too. Oh, that's fine. I grew because oh, he's married. This. I yeah. grew a beard specifically for this show. Did literally, <laughs> this is the first show I have a beard on. I hope all the listeners know that in in uh, in the Amish vein, we're all sitting in the dark right now. Yes, that's right. On uh, Skype. Also, instead of instead <laughs> we of we got to balance out the technology. Instead of talking on Skype, we have a horse running notes back and forth between each of our three cities. <laughs> a horse or a neighbor boy. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, that, was, <laughs> that was the Ohio right. guy. He had a neighbor boy run his notes. Yep. The gates, motherfuckers. <laughs> it's time for Amish mafia. <laughs> Uh, in this hectic modern world, it's not unusual to find that one has become addicted to screens, to the internet, to online games and social networks and all your other English technology. What if we traded all that for an idyllic, simpler time where we focused on God and family, living simply off the land, without distractions from the modern world, where Except the women wear dresses? Except in our out buggies where you're allowed to use any of those things. That's right. And then what if we trade that again for just the Sopranos? <laughs> <laughs> or some sort of odd combination between the Sopranos and the Butter Churn Gang. <laughs> That's right. But like, what's weird is like, this is a world where women wear dresses and men wear hats, and you can measure a man's power not by his clout score, his number of Pinterest followers, <laughs> but by how many acres of crop he owns, or his position in the church. And the true rebels, the real punk rockers, provide for the needy and those who have fallen on hard times, and they stand up for family and their community. Oh, yeah, and we beat the shit out of sinners because it's the Amish mafia, motherfucker. <laughs> got some barn fights, got making out with a dirty girl at a hut party, you got collecting <laughs> protection money, you got the whole mafia nine yards, all right? This show follows the organized crime organization of Lebanon Levi in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. Levi runs his gang of Amish and Mennonites with an iron fist, all right? The church can't enforce against him because he was never baptized. What up? Nobody can tell him what to do. Um, (laughs) Totally dry on the baptismal font. You can't touch him. No, 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 you can't. What are you going to (laughs) do? Unbaptize him? You can't. He already did it. Boom. 
Um, he he has Alvin, his closest friend and, and mumbling advisor. He's got Jolene, the bad boy Mennonite foot soldier with tattoos. And then there's John, the young rookie to the gang, who has a sister, Esther. Um, they drive around and ride scooters, and they help in the, the downtrodden and collecting a fair their fair share for it, and then a little more. Um, they engage in some shady activity and run the town, evicting even officials in the no. church for their misdeeds. All right. Um, the main narratives are John wants to be higher up in the organization, and he asks for more responsibility in a car. Um <laughs> Jolene uh, becomes the champion of the gang uh, in a barn fight that they put on against professional fighters. And Jolene's kind of a badass. Um, otherwise, there's a church official who's engaging in prostitution. Um, and otherwise, there's this guy from Ohio named Merlin who's come to fuck shit up and take over town. So what are you going to do? Well, uh, is it safe it's Amish mafia. Chris, is it safe to say that Esther is hot? Mm. She's a Lancaster 8. Yeah, she's, she's an Amish eight. I, also, I love that she is the sex appeal of the show. She, oh, an yeah. Amish, an Amish woman named Esther, a sturdy girl named yeah. Esther. <laughs> sturdy is exactly the way I describe her. No, she looks like she's raised a few barns <laughs> and a few uh, other things. Oh. If you know what, Ohio. <laughs> So we're like starting to end every show with a compliment. It's called the compliment sandwich. That's how we sound like fair and legitimate criticism. Tyler, as our guest today, you have the right to go first or last in the opening compliment. Which do you prefer? I'm going to go last. I'm going to go ahead and let okay. you guys go. Excellent. Uh, so today, as you're going to start us off. Great. Um, I'm going to go compliment softball because it is a game that the Amish love and a game that I love as well. It is um, quite fun. Absolutely. That was one of yeah. my compliments today. Yeah. The uh, because, softball, softball yeah. and they should because it's terrific. They have great taste in ball sports, I'm going to say. <laughs> I am uh, I'm I'm so bummed that you took the one thing I was going to say that was nice. Yeah, there's I mean and also they use those bats a lot generally, you know, yeah. for hitting other things. So <laughs> pretending that they're going to hit other things later in a possible yeah. reenactment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, they hold their bats a lot, okay? And I can say that, you know, as a former softball player, it's not really about practice swings or whatever. It's just holding the bat. It's being close to it. And that's, <laughs> I, they have a great respect for the game, and I, I appreciate that. Those were bats? I thought those were the uh, the churns they took out of the butter churns. <laughs> <laughs> it's like some Amish stickball game. They also <laughs> use the same churns to pack the powder into their uh, assault rifles that they carry around. <laughs> into their the blunderbusses? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, awesome. All right. Uh, I'm going to go second. So my, uh, my major compliment is, uh, well, one of the fun things about them having cars and everybody else having buggies is when they go to investigate this guy, like they stake him out and then he leaves the house in a buggy and they go <laughs> in and they interview the woman that he was just, uh, trying to get sexual favors from. <laughs> Get the whole story, get back in the truck, drive down the road, and catch up with the buggy and beat him up right there on the road. <laughs> oh, they don't really I didn't beat get him that. Up. You didn't get that. It was great. That yeah. does not work in cars. If that if if that the bad guy jumped in like like a Corvette or something and drove away, you'll never find him. But with maybe the buggy, like you just a Kia or something like that. Yeah, maybe. But car. they're driving a truck. That's not great mileage either. No, it's true. They had to fill up. They had to fill up on the way. To between there and the buggy, but they still and caught they him. Still caught him because it's a buggy. Yeah, it was delightful. It was so entertaining. Uh, Chris, major compliment. 
Yeah, so in a lot of ways, this show is like stepping back in time, right? We've got the horse and buggy, all this farmland, women who listen instead of speak. But um, one of the things that is um, that reminded me of being young myself was that whenever they're looking for anybody in Lancaster, PA, they don't try to call him or her because nobody has a cell phone. They drive around looking around and yelling their name like somebody in the neighborhood, you know, because the entire town is just one neighborhood. They're like, hey, you guys seen Alan? Well, I guess he's not in town. Alan, he's nowhere. time to come home for dinner. Alan. Yeah. yeah, he's like a lost puppy. They just put signs up on. Well, they don't have telephone poles to put signs <laughs> signs up on, but they just go to every storefront and they just ask the guy, like in the record store, "Have you seen Alan?" No, we'll go to now, the next place. I also kind of feel like I kind of felt like there was a Daniel Tosh "Is it racist?" moment when I realized that Alan, the only black guy on the show, is a drug dealing corn road, uh, you know, uh, oh my scumbag. god, and they and, and they call. And they call him they call him Black Amish guy. Yeah, yeah. sports Amish in Dutch. Yeah, yeah. And you just they walk into a store and they'll be like, "Is the Black Amish guy here?" And everybody knows who they're talking about. <laughs> Is it yeah. racist? That's what I'm saying. Is it racist? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. The yes, no, no, yeah, yeah, I know it's racist. <laughs> I kind of appreciate the frankness though, because there's times when like you know people try to be politically co- correct and they're like, you know, Alan, and you're like, I know 18 Allens, and then they just they just cut right to it. They're like, black guy, Alan, you know, the black guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen him. You know, I mean, I think there's a difference between naming a race and being racist. Yes, but nope, when everyone in nope, town nope. knows him, same thing. Same <laughs> no, thing. no one will ever be able to talk about him. That's that's my <laughs> my Korean friend. Uh-oh. Nope, can't say it. Yep. No. Nope. All right. Uh, well, that makes your turn, Tyler. What's your uh, your major compliment? I uh, I really appreciate the fact that they they really are going to delve into all of the the dark underbelly of the Amish life, but that they still at the beginning of the show they say. Uh, they've they've taken steps to protect the anonymity of the Amish people, which I appreciate. But in case I, those Amish people are watching the TV show, uh, that yeah, that's one thing. But I also <laughs> thought, you know, in order to protect the anonymity of the Amish, I'm like, who knows any Amish people? <laughs> like who's who's you know, even Alan, the entire the Amish guy? The, the entire Amish, Amish existence is uh, essentially witness protection. <laughs> <laughs> by default yeah that there are I multiple mean, feature films regarding exactly that topic <laughs> you, are there are there really yeah yeah, yeah uh, both kingpin and that tim allen christie alley movie they're both a guy goes into witness protection as an amish person i know kingpin is i thought kingpin is about bowling yeah but it's about <laughs> an amish guy who bowls Oh, yeah, Amish guy. He, but he in that movie, that actually similar themes where he goes in and he tries to trick these simple-minded folk, right? Yeah, with his yeah. shotgun, which is not entirely the, <laughs> the personally their fault because they say in the show that education stops at eighth grade. Yeah, which is terrifying. Yeah. Well, look, look at cousin John in in Mafia. Man, he is. He thinks he's pretty clever, but yeah, he, <laughs> do do you know how I knew? You know how I knew he was stupid? It's because I really liked him a lot. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, you're so cute. You just saw him kicking a scooter and you're like, this is my new favorite. The scooter <laughs> is so adorable. I know. That, that sequence, they show like Jolin's in like a, a jacked up truck. Kind of yeah. badass. He's got Alvin's in a, be- in a Beamer. Or no, yeah. Mercedes-Benz. Cut to John pushing a scooter and a baseball bat. I'm like, what are you? 
eight? Yeah, we're about- <laughs> he's going to the Sandlot to meet up with the other boys. He's gonna be- and to beat up one of them. At this point, <laughs> I am these guys. I am not intimidated at all by. I don't know why, but it, I'm more intimidated by the uh, the Swedish house mafia at this point. <laughs> yeah, that's a European dubstep group. I don't know. If you know that, but I oh yeah, they were a good show. <laughs> I would be more intimidated by them than... Uh, I, actually, I think that scooters are a pretty good idea for the mafia in general. Because if you can be intimidating on a scooter, you've won. Like, if you're still gnarly while you're on that, you're kicking down the side of the highway being passed by cars, you're a, you're truly a badass. There would be yeah. something terrifying about that. If you if you showed up, uh, you know, and you were just beaten uh, to within an inch of your life, and people were like, what? what happened? Who did this to you? And you're like, the guy on the scooter... <laughs> He's got a bat. <laughs> he talks at the eighth grade level. <laughs> Drug boy steady showtime. The streets don't give a damn. They're filled with such pollution. The kids don't stand a chance. We're trapped inside the matrix. So now let's get into our anchor segment, our regular segment. This is... uh. Well, we're just going to hitch up our hate and buggies, and we're going to hate on this a little bit. So in any order, uh, anybody can say anything they don't like about the show. Those are the compliments. Now it's time for the hates. Uh. I, I don't like the fact that... Uh, why is it that Levi... First of all, have we addressed the fact that if you rearrange the letters in Levi, you spell evil? <laughs> Did anyone catch this? <laughs> I'm not in the habit of taking characters' names and moving the front letter to the back, but... The man is evil. Yeah, he, it's in his name. Sort of. Why is he supposed to be this man of power and wealth, and his office is full of hay bales, and they, <laughs> they haven't finished Tyvecking the ceiling? Did you notice that? It's a home wrap <laughs> ceiling. If, if this guy is the most powerful guy in the Amish uh, community, that's not really something to aspire to be. I mean, the wow, Amish he people... And, he's, and they show that he's in construction. Power. Come on, man. <laughs> Throw up some ceiling tiles. Something. Yeah, he's like, you know, That's his specialty get the Ruben. tractor out of your office. <laughs> he also has like people come in and sit down, and it's he's not embarrassed that he's like sit on that pile of hay. That's over what there. I'm saying. He's got a desk. He's got a little chair. He looks like he's trying to be the dawn, and then he's just in like an unfinished cinder block dwelling. I mean, my theory yeah. on the show is that this is not well. First of all, it's that it's not real, and second of all. That my first theory is that none of this is real. But then secondarily, yeah, let's go back to that. Really? Yeah. We'll get we'll get back to that in a second. Secondarily, my theory is that this this is the worst mafia that there's ever been. Like when the rival mob boss wants to take over the whole state, he does that by entering a pimp my buggy contest to get twenty five hundred dollars. Dude, I missed that. <laughs> yeah, you did, you did. But he he very nearly wins. What did did Exhibit make a cameo appearance in the pimping? No, no he Yo, wasn't there. I heard you like buggies, dog. <laughs> what is pimping out? Does that put mean putting electric tail lights on? Yeah, they well, they put on like fact, stickers yes. and a sub, and like uh, like a little. There's one where they show a very quick shot of a flask in a leather holder yeah, held up against. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. None of these guys are intimidating. And the only reason that Jolin's sort of intimidating is it's not the goatee, it's not the tattoos, it's the fact that he has guns and, again, the eighth grade education. <laughs> That's what's scary. He talks like he's been to at least some of ninth grade. <laughs> <laughs> so he's a genius. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dude, long divide. Oh man. I I got I got I guess I hate on the stupidity of John. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. He, it, it makes me sad because he, he's John's really trying to move up in the in the organization. He's just he's got nothing going for him really. Um, no, except but, his sister. Yeah, except his sister who wants him to stop using her to move up in the organization. <laughs> um, but but at one point he's like, uh, she's an Amish enabler. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, yeah. So after, she says after no, and then he talks her into it anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so after Alvin, uh, the the one black Amish guy uh, gets busted. Um, Levi's like, okay, we got to lay low for a while. We're not going to do anything more illegal. And then next word out of John's mouth is, can we have any barn fights? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those are, uh, as a, as a MMA fan, are, what is illegal about barn fighting? Is it just like over fire code? Uh, Wrong zoning? I, I, I don't know. Well, <laughs> as, peace, as peace-loving people, I got to imagine that putting on sport fighting... Uh, is probably against so- something in their doctrine. The or religious their, law, but it's not yeah. like... But they, they had the gambling, and mm-hmm. there's going to be drinking, right. and then they probably don't, uh, they don't support have... Ed Hardy t-shirts, which would most <laughs> certainly show up at some point. They probably don't have a liquor license for that, that beer drinking, you, you mean. Right. Because uh, it's not illegal to drink beer in a barn. They're, like, mm-hmm. really afraid of the cops finding out. It's not just about the... There is some kind of, like, commission type of thing, though, right? Because people have unsanctioned fights, right? Right, but is that the same as illegal, or it's just like the boxing association doesn't think this is real? Oh, I like this doesn't count. Like like they don't believe in it. Like they didn't think it happened. They're like, no, that's that's my opinion of the whole thing. Oh, like they're like they were worried that John's worried that the like Nevada State Athletic Commission (laughs) is going to kick in the door and be like, (laughs) these are unsanctioned bouts. (laughs) Exactly right. Was any none of this counts towards the title? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) None of you are making it to semis. Oh, um, regionals. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, I want to hate on this. I, w- I want to do a... Uh, this is a follow-up to my compliment, actually. The downside to driving trucks when everybody else drives buggies oh. is that the, they go on a stakeout of this house where they think this woman is engaging in some sort of illicit sexual activity, and they park a $20,000 pickup truck out front of this barn that she yeah. lives at, this small farmhouse, and there's nothing but buggies and corn around, and they just sit there and look in the window like, that is, it's not inconspicuous in Amish country to oh, be but, in Silverado. But, uh, it's, it's black. Don't worry. It doesn't stand out. <laughs> Al- Alex, Alex, quick question. Is there such a thing as licit sexual activity, you know, that's like sanctioned? I mean, I think that's the Nevada Gaming Commission comes in and is like, this is sanctioned activity. This counts towards the final. <laughs> You're going to regionals, guys. <laughs> I, I don't know what else that would mean. No. <laughs> but it's weird. The stakeouts are weird, man, because A, your scooter friends like John are always asking for a ride. So you always, oh, yeah, huck the scooter in the back. And, and they go and they stake this thing out. But then they need to get evidence so of, of this other guy. So they go and they buy a digital camera with a zoom on it, they and they discover how to use. And like John has no idea how to use this magical box. And Jolyn, who's Mennonite, which means he's you know he can play fast and loose with the Bible, um, you know <laughs> has has he has played around with a camera once before. 
So you know they're going to be really good at taking pictures. I also like that they're spying not with a telephoto lens, but with like a Nikon 10 times <laughs> digital zoom. Well, they couldn't afford a telephoto. <laughs> I know it's just so funny that they're like, we need a spy camera. Do you have anything under $200? <laughs> We've got this <laughs> yeah, Also, Chris... Um, I like the idea of uh, Fast and Loose with a Bible being like kind of a shoots and ladders type game, but with Bible quotes. <laughs> oh, you get a fast and oh, I landed on a loose. <laughs> <laughs> that was an unsanctioned loose, too. Oh, man. <laughs> This ad was neither acquired nor approved by Reed Weep. Dot com slash Amazon. Prove your love by going to read-weeb.com slash Amazon today. Prove it. And now, back to Amish Mafia. Mm. Levi, Dolin's going English and reading the help on a Kindle HD. Mumble rumble. We'll see about that. Levi and Alvin go to confront Jolin with a bat. Oh, hi, Levi. Alvin? Mumble rumble. Heard you were reading the help on a new Kindle HD. You're Amish. We don't do that. I'm not Amish. I thought it was a Mennonite. They don't do that either. Oh, well, that one's on me then. We're going to have to smash up your Kindle HD now. Mumble, rumble, smash, smash. Well, that's okay. Got a Kindle Fire too. I can just keep on reading on this. Amish can't have Kindle Fires either. What about the Mennonites? Pretty sure not. Mumble, smash. Damn. Well, no problem. I got a Kindle Paperwhite. I'll finish the help on that instead. Jesus, why do you have so many Kindles? Well, Levi, with prices like read-weep.com slash Amazons, I can't afford not to. That's just a terrible misunderstanding on how affordability works. <laughs> Mumble, support your favorite podcast by shopping there. Rumble. And I feel like you're kind of unclear on the whole Amish thing. No, no, I think we're the ones with the magic underwear, right? Those are the Mormons. Mumble. Oh. Well, guess I should return these then, too. Go to read-weep.com slash Amazon. Free two-way shipping and no hassle returns on all Jesus onesies, Kindles, and fleshlights. Help, I need somebody. Help, not just anybody. Help, you know I need someone. All right, so here's what I want to know from you guys. This is my big question. So we talked a little bit about John trying to move up in the organization. Yeah. Right, he's... By throwing barn fights, or like he has a pretty good party, but there might be a little pot there. So he's oh, a hut trouble. party for all the green for all corn, the crazy yes. Amish. That was the funnest Springer. sequence. I, uh, man, Tyler, I hope you saw that. It was just like kind of like girls gone wild, but like everyone wearing like Amish prairie frocks. dresses. Oh yeah, yeah the so. girls, girls gone modest. It, <laughs> it's gone not that wild. There. there was that paradoxical scene where the girl jumps up on the table. And she's like, dan- which she's cutting loose, da- dancing on the tabletop, but she's in full garb. Yeah. It's so like, she's showing mad ankle. Yeah. You can't even see the back part on her head. Cause That's see, too- I would say in that situation, she was playing fast and, and, and tight because, <laughs> you know what I mean? She, she was kind of getting wild, but also very reserved about it. Right. Yeah. But then there was, uh, it may have been that girl or another that Jolene was just having a nice conversation with a girl his own age from town. And then all of a sudden, this Amish girl in a prayer dress just comes up and makes out with him and interrupts the conversation. Which is actually how you just say hi in Pennsylvania Dutch. Is that right? It's very <laughs> They're very modest Uh-oh. except for the tongue kissing. Yeah. Mo- yeah Dutch yeah. kissing. You guys I, didn't do much research, did We did you? not read enough about <laughs> Pennsylvania Dutch. So here's my question. So, so John's doing all this stuff, right? And he's trying to move up and he's, you know, still an idiot and uh, still has a little <laughs> scooter. 
but he wants a car someday. But then he's also secretly plotting to take over the organization, or his sister is. Anyway, here's my question. It, I'm putting you guys in this situation now. All of you are low-ranking members of the Amish Mafia. What is you, how, do you, how do you rise in the organization? How do you impress Levi slash evil? Okay, I got it. I got it. Go, go ahead. You, you, got, you guys ever see uh, that Dustin Hoffman movie, uh, Tootsie, where um, he, uh, he dresses as a woman? Yeah. Yep. Yeah? I, I think that pretty much do it. <laughs> that's it. that's the extent of the plan. Wait, the movie woman. Tootsie or dressing like a woman? Both. So making the whole film again. <laughs> yeah, I, I want I want to uh, put on Tootsie, but uh, with the Amish. <laughs> you, th- you think some barnyard unsanctioned plays are really what this guy's looking for? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that would do it. No, but ba- no. Based on what I'm thinking is like uh, Levi. Clearly, Levi's weakness is women. But right now, there's only one woman trying to like convince him to do anything, and he does all of it so far. Um, that being said, I should be a woman, uh, and then just convince him to do whatever I want. That'd be like pretty easy move up the organization that way. Ezra, Ezra, Ezra. Nobody's saying you shouldn't be a woman, but okay. I think there are better ways of getting respect in the Amish community. I mean, well, respect is all about good works, mm-hmm. right? Not just good cans. So I think what you need to do <laughs> is you need to start helping the el- elderly. You need to start doing all those things that could be regarded as good works, you know. And then you're also starting to collect a little bit of a protection money on the side. So starting from, from the elderly. Yeah, so you walk an old lady across the street, but you also sell her street crossing insurance. That's right. You wouldn't. I Something mean, anything terrible could happen. could happen. You never know. Someone could push you down in front of a car. That's right. We're well, no, I, I think. Yeah, I take her halfway halfway across the street for free, but the second half she got to pay for. So I, you know, <laughs> strand her in the middle of the street. Oh God! <laughs> also, with the way these guys operate, you could take an old lady across the street, but then also on the side take bets. <laughs> they bet on fucking everything, don't they? <laughs> See, why are they not doing uh, like uh, hardcore buggy racing? <laughs> right? We've all seen how much money was made in the movies Fast and Furious. Right. If they Ooh. got the teenagers hooked on this late night, you know. No, would you just be like racing? long track or just drag racing where the horses just jog a few miles or a few, like a few hundred feet? Oh, no, ab- absolutely, like uh, a 100-yard dash. Okay, because I'm not guessing those buggies make good turns. No, I'm sure they don't. They uh, obviously are bad at av- avoiding Ford Tauruses. <laughs> uh, I-, I think I think uh, late-night anything is probably the key to this. It seems like the key to making money is teenagers doing things that are not technically Amish. Owning jeans. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. See, that was the ba- the hut party. We also have we also have laundry. They secretly let you wash your jeans that you're not allowed to have. Yo, man, what you about to do on Friday? I'm about to do a load of colors, <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> when I do loads of laundry, it's like rumspringa. It just gets wild <laughs> up in there. Um, what are you about to do at this party, man? Yo, I'm wearing jeans. What all night? I'm gonna join Facebook from the yeah. Wi-Fi and <laughs> never check. Yeah. Well, so this is what. So the criminal things that we see them do, though, and these could be reenactments. We do see one of the guys shotgun the windshield out of a car, which was awesome, by the way. Yeah, I mean, he said an eye for an eye, and it was sort of like a windshield for a buggy wheel. And I just have no idea. Yeah, how to I don't know those. what the conversion is. Really. Yeah, I thought he was. He should have unloaded on the car, man. I, he did one shot through the windshield. I thought that was pretty weak. <laughs> I would. If you're gonna go one shot, you go through the radiator. <laughs> 
no, I mean, that'll you, take the car out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if your job goal is to do damage, but, like, they didn't ruin the buggy. They just took the wheel off. I mean, like, that's just saying, like, like that's an eye for a thousand ruples. Like, I just don't know. <laughs> is that a good price for an eye? <laughs> is the eye buyer's market or an eye seller's market? I'm, I have no idea. For all these questions, I'm pretty much going to defer to Ezra because he's got the most Amish sounding name of all of us. Count it. <laughs> Suck it, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was. I mean, Chris is not particularly un. Well, no. his, his full name is Chris Ezekiel, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying there's probably not a lot of Tyler's and, uh, and Alex's. No. Oh, uh, but I thought you were Tyler Badia. <laughs> <laughs> that is, this is correct. Um, Alexter. Did it? Did anyone else also catch when they did the? Um, they did a couple of uh, interviews where they were trying to keep people anonymous. I, I think they had like the light where they were had just the silhouette of the person. And for yeah. a moment, I thought, is this a camera? Uh, is this like on purpose so that they they black out the person so that that's just the silhouette for their anonymity, or is it just that they didn't have electricity? <laughs> <laughs> or, or is yeah. this what the person actually looks like? It's like, hey, yeah. have you guys seen that silhouette, per- the silhouette Amish out there? Yes. Oh God, it's <laughs> one of the black shadow Amish, Amish. The Amish. <laughs> the shadow Amish. <laughs> <laughs> we are a shadow organization within the Amish, literally, entirely of shadow people. <laughs> <laughs> the Amish deny the existence of the shadow Amish. <laughs> Uh, now it's time for the second half of our compliment sandwich. We're going to go in reverse order now, the way we went at the top of the show. What is... So, Tyler, I mean, you're going to have to go first on the minor compliment. Panicked look, look through notes. What is the last nice thing you're going to say about Amish Mafia? Oh, the paper's not going to help you this time. I... <laughs> Probably the nicest thing that I can say uh-huh. about the show is that as terrible as it is, I really was interested to find out what happened because I didn't see the whole episode. Yeah, that's a trick of you having only seen the first part because if you watch the whole episode, you're pretty sure you don't care <laughs> what happens to any of these people ever again. It's like even when someone tells you like a really bad joke and you get the premise and then you're still, you know the punchline is going to be horrible Yeah, and you're still waiting to hear it. Yeah. That's an illusion. <laughs> I hear you, what you're saying, but no, you're wrong. You do not want to watch any more of this show. Compliment. I I really enjoyed their use of the fisheye lens. They did have. Mm. A, it was. It adds a little bit of. I don't know why, but it's intimidating when when you when you look at four guys through in a fisheye lens. Those are both. Good and one of them has a gun, and another has a bat. <laughs> yeah. Or a reenactment of a bat. <laughs> Starring a local boy running notes <laughs> as the bat. As the bat. All right, uh, Briss, that's your turn. What's your, your minor compliment? Yeah, uh, my compliment is actually this. It's on Discovery, so there has to be a lesson. And uh-huh. the lesson that I learned is that you should all be careful when driving around buggies because they don't do what you think they're going to do. Uh, there have been many, many horse and uh, horse and buggy versus car accidents and the horse and buggy doesn't always come out well. So, no. if you're going to try and pass a buggy for being infuriating slow in a place like Intercourse or Bird in Hand, Pennsylvania, <laughs> um, you really Amish need to take your... Are the big in Intercourse, Pennsylvania? Uh, intercourse, those, yeah, that's, that's dead they, Amish country those right there. Those places? 
Yes, I've been bird, told. Burdened hand? Bird in hand, yes, hyphenated. Oh, I thought you said burdened hand because I thought that's perfect. If you're not having intercourse, you probably have a very burdened hand. <laughs> burdened hand? No, I think the uh, lesson in all of this is continue school after the eighth grade. <laughs> also, I like, so is, is it bird in hand? Yes. Like there's another town across the way that's the same size called in the bush? Two in bush. Yeah, two in bush. <laughs> And bird in hand is much better than two in bush. Two in bush, Pennsylvania, you don't want to go to. It's just, it's it's the same size, but it's not as nice. It seems good. Now, now where is the out of good names for Townsville? (laughs) (laughs) That's in Ohio. Merlin's from there. (laughs) Oh, man, I thought Merlin was going to be so badass. And it turns out he's just a crazy person. (laughs) He's just a crazy, skinny guy from Ohio. This is what it takes to be in charge of the Ohio Amish, though. Who knew that straw hats are like... Uh, they're like colored bandanas. Is that what it was? As soon as they saw his hat, they yeah. were like, they could knew he was in a different gang. They're like, he's got a, an Ohio hat. Well, it's it also, rounder at the top. You didn't see this, but the front of it had the Buckeyes logo. He was just a, <laughs> an Ohio football fan. <laughs> Here's how I know Merlin is crazy. He loses the rigged buggy contest where he the pimp your own buggy contest where he's supposed to be rigged to win. And he loses, and he's infuriated, and he's stomping around going, what kind of buggy contest is this? As if everyone around had a sense of morality and fairness for buggy contests. Okay, here, well, it was rigged twice, though. I mean, here's how I know that, um... The they... winner is a buggy with an engine. What? Yeah. The... Instead of a horse. Yeah. The horse is really pissed about That's it. That's why, I mean, that like, was Liberola his... was angry, but the horse was even more angry. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, like saying, got... it's like saying Miss America's winner is a robot. Yeah. That's true. Miss America. Miss America's winner is a flashlight, more oh. like it. <laughs> <laughs> a buggy with an engine is a car. Well, but it was still yes, the wooden... correct, sir. <laughs> Good job. You're, I, you are absolutely right. And I, you've got I hate, past I the hate eighth to grade keep education. Harping on the education thing, but may, I think I think rigged is a ninth grade reading level world. Maybe he didn't know what that meant. <laughs> you guys have structured this contest, so I lose. <laughs> don't worry, it's rigged. I don't know what that means, but okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I think entering a car in a buggy contest is a pretty solid way to win. You're like, dude, I souped this thing up. I put a Taurus engine in it and a Taurus interior and then the body of a Taurus. And then uh, it's he got... He was just ill-prepared. That's like bringing a bat to a gunfight. <laughs> well, I like the idea that, just that you can enter a contest with something completely different. It's like, yeah, I'm entering a pie in a buggy contest. It's really made way tastier than all the other buggies. <laughs> I pimped this buggy out by removing the buggy parts and replacing them with cherries. <laughs> it might work. It's, it's rolling on nine into it. I think I have a shot. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, um, his horse was on nitrous. <laughs> so it still could have been close. The horse could run fast, but it was just high as balls. Yeah, it was just doing whippets in the backyard. <laughs> uh, so my minor compliment is this. Uh, as possibly previously indicated, we mentioned that they refer to pot uh, that the guys are smoking as green corn. Uh-huh. <laughs> green corn. And as far as I can tell, the only reason for this is just because... Uh, they think of everything in terms of corn because that's the main thing they do. <laughs> so, like, they call strawberries red corn, and it's like cancer is like lumpy body corn. Oh. Yeah. That's oh. all it is. It's just everything. Children are just small corn. <laughs> They're little people corn. What if they actually have corns on their feet? Uh, that's a good question. Well, those are called corns, too. Yeah. Corn <laughs> corn. Just corn corns. 
foot corn. Yeah, foot horses corns? are riding corns. <laughs> Do they seriously call strawberries red corn? No. no. Was, I didn't see all of the episodes. <laughs> that could have been a thing. It's, it's so true. All right, Ez, final compliment. Take us home. So this helped me uh, create a new religion. Um, okay. <laughs> all, all they say is that they do all this work to bring themselves closer to God. And mm-hmm. I realize it's kind of an ongoing theme. People want to be closer to God. And I realize we should just build a God tractor beam to get God closer to us. Ah. That way we don't have to work, right? Wait, so how is that a religion? This doesn't sound like religion so much as a uh, ambitious... God, tract- God tractor beamism. It sounds like a failed Kickstarter to me, but go on. <laughs> no, it's just we have one principle. Uh, we'll be here uh, and try to get God to come over to us. That's I don't, it. I don't think you could get the Amish to get on board and support your development of the technology. Well, yeah, that's well, great. So can the, we can also the... have an Amish branch, which is a lasso, which is a big god lasso. <laughs> <laughs> but Levi's gonna Levi's gonna get into the rope hustle, and he's gonna make a couple quick bucks. Yeah, and then the Mennonites are gonna be like, "We use nylon rope, but still <laughs> rope." Or like like a god like fishing line, you know, with like some god bait on it. Or it's like, like you can use the, tr- what's the god-, god bait, like <laughs> uh, single women in their twenties. <laughs> I was thinking just like fluffer nutter because everyone loves fluffer nutter. Uh, I don't think it's vegetarian. God's god best. cares if it's vegetarian. I think God God's probably a vegetarian. God made bacon only to not eat it. That's 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 your logic right well, there. Well, no, God made bacon to be an important fundamental part of the living creature, like the fat protecting his stomach from the air. <laughs> Like and he didn't make it just it just happens to taste delicious. That's your that's your call. Just like by a weird quirk, it just happens to be awesome. Yes. Yes. Because <laughs> why would he then why would God have been like, but the shoulder piece, that's gonna be too chewy, and then I'm gonna make this why not just make a cow in avocado? <laughs> then the whole thing's fucking delicious. Except the part you need this to grow more avocado. <laughs> <laughs> I think God bait would be like really good guac. Well, well, here's the thing. I'll bait my god hook with the, my with my fluffer nutter, and you can bait it with god guac, and <laughs> we'll see who catches tra- god first. Okay, we'll right. just see who catches the bigger god. <laughs> you might reel in an Aztec god with a couple of virgins, right? It's possible. I want to do. Cut a, no, I just, I once cut a god that it was this big. No kidding you, this big, Alex. Here's my question though: Is if if I made a gigantic bowl of guacamole, it's like. Yeah. Can can God make enough guacamole that he's not hungry for guac anymore? <laughs> no, everybody wants I mean, more it's, guac. It's a trick question because he's already attached to my fluffernutter hook, so <laughs> he can't get away to guac. It's completely moot. Ezra, I have 37 theses about your religion that I'm going to tell you in order now. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that, like- Scene missing. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Scene missing. Well, we Ezra is no longer lassoing God in Lancaster <laughs> County. <laughs> that is it for our show, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. We are going to be back again next week. Uh, next week, we're going to be talking about uh, a, a cohort of witches. A gaggle of witches? Discovery. A discovery of witches, that's what it is. Anyway, it's like if uh, Twilight was written by that lady who wrote the Deliverance of Book of Dane or whatever. It's that book. 
Uh, anyway, this is uh, this was our most requested book, and as you can tell, I've researched it thoroughly. This is the most requested book on our site, readdustry.com slash suggest. If you have a topic you'd love us to read and a bunch of people that you think would agree with you, you can do that. Go vote on other people's topics or suggest your own, and eventually when they rise to the top, we'll read one of them, including this crappy witch book. And... Uh, if you want to just skip that whole process, if you have more money than friends, then go to readdustweep.com slash sponsor. And for a small fee, you can pick anything, and we will have to read it, and we don't have to wait for everybody to vote on it. Uh, send us any feedback you got, uh, podcasts at readdustweep.com. And as and Chris, thank you so much for being here. Of course. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. And uh, Tyler, tylerbow.com. Yeah. B-O-E-H. Is that the only way people spell bow Bo as a last name? Um, it's spelled... And pronounced different ways, like Bowie and Bo. I don't know. I Bowie, don't, B-O-E-H. People yeah. say Bowie. And, and to answer the guy's question earlier, yes, Tybo was the nickname for like a good six or okay. seven years. And you, I was hoping it would be. You went with that. You were okay with that. Well, that's the thing about a nickname is you don't get a choice. Well, some, uh, I know a lot of people who decide they have nicknames. Like everyone calls me Worm now. No. Uh, those are the guys that, yeah, the guys are like, yeah, you can call me Tank. Yeah. No, I'm not going to call you that. And you, <laughs> you clearly can, chose that. You can call me the situation. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's why you end up with nicknames like, uh, you know, Tybo right. or, uh, you know, Deuce. Yeah. Or Hazelnuts or something <laughs> yeah. like that. People because, call me Hazelnuts. That's that's uh, my, it was for six or seven years that went by that. Uh, I, I don't, I'm just... <laughs> Hazelnuts. Yeah. I thought I was out. I finally got out of the Tybo, about out of the shadow of Billy Blanks, and then bam, Tim Tebow had to come along, and now people are like, Tebow, great. Now I'm right. tied to this guy. T y l e r b o e. My goal in life is basically to get popular enough and famous enough that someone will go up to Billy Blanks and go, Tybo, like the comedian, <laughs> and then I will know that I have won. I mean, the odds are. Uh, you're going to be able to do that to Tebow as well because he is uh, he's on the way out. Yeah. I talked to God. I have him on a hook and he's yeah. like, yeah, I'm done with him. <laughs> maybe, that's, maybe that would be the best bait. <laughs> is, is, a, is Tebow? I don't know. A kneeling NFL player. <laughs> right? I don't know. Does it work for him? God is so bored. If not, I'm going to go with power bait because uh, power bait is very good at catching fish. <laughs> <laughs> and on the off chance that God is a fish. I think somewhere in some culture's legend, God is a giant fish. <laughs> or a whale. I really actually... Like, Tebow on a hook actually is not a bad way to catch God, honestly. Yeah. That, is not, a, that is like the third worst way I've heard. And that's or at least a, yacht, a lot of young Christian girls that you could then use to try to catch God. Right. Which, because he really likes Christian girls? I think God would like the Mennonites or the English. He wants, he wants girls who are DTF, you know? <laughs> We just finished the Down Jersey to follow. We just finished watching the Jersey Shore last week. That's why. I don't okay. talk like this normally. Uh, anyway, uh, Tylerbow.com, thank you so much for joining us, Tyler. It was great to be here, and I'm glad we're wrapping up because my horse is getting very hungry outside. I got him lashed to a, uh, a telephone pole. Well, you get out there and get in your whip. Word. All right. Take care, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>